What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. Welcome to the Tug of More. Man, so glad that you are here joining us for another episode. That's right. Of the Tug of More. Yep, just two friends having a conversation. Yeah. What are we talking about? Dude, we're talking about this tension of like where we are right now in contrast to where we want to be. Yes. I don't know about you, but I have great aspirations for my life, for my leadership, for my family, for my health, for my finance. Yeah. I have great aspirations, but I am where I am. That's right. There's where we are, there's where we want to be, and there's a giant fight tension between it, which is the tug of more. Tug of more. So right. glad you're here. You know, we always say we're just two friends. That's right. But it's pretty incredible. It's that, that, that we're we that are we're two friends. friends. Yeah. No, I think it's pretty You look good. at us and you think these two should not be friends for That's a mere <laughs> For a myriad of reasons. That's right. Including that, like, if you hadn't noticed, Whitney's a girl and I'm a dude. That's right. We're not married to each other. Nope. But yet, uh, our families have walked through a lot together and processed that what if when the Bible calls us brothers and sisters in Christ, that we can be friends with people that we aren't married to? What if? What an I, I what an incredible idea. And no. that I feel like Jesus actually showed us by example he yeah. had women who were he was friends with yeah. he actually never got married which i think in today's world would even be more scandalous to be a single dude yeah friends with ladies right yes but yeah he gave us this example and that's what he called us uh to be i believe well, brothers and sisters before in i got married i had a lot of girl friends yes. females that i was not dating or trying to hook up with or whatever right girls that were my friends yeah. and then i got married and then you're not allowed to have any other not that was not Rachel rules. That was like societal rules. societal Christian church rules. That if you're now married, you're only allowed to have one female that yeah. is in any proximity to you other than your mom or ladies that are 85. But it's not just. I mean, I think it's high, high church culture, high Christian Jesus. This is not the what we're talking about today. No. We just stumbled into it. Yeah, but like the uh, like high church rule culture it is what we've talked about before billy graham rule i will never be alone with a woman who's not my wife yeah. but then societal culture yeah i mean when harry met sally is like the the never-ending question of like can men and women really ever which was that be is that friends? ben stiller no that's uh meg ryan and nope the guy who i can't ever think of his, but yeah uh, no no, no billy i got you somebody i don't know his name billy ray Siler, no Sars? i can't remember his name yeah no yeah and, and so in the end, they fall in love and get married because the whole like premise that society believes is men and women cannot just be friends well there's they there's, always have to fall in love there's this steve harvey clip uh should we should we clip it in well sure i don't know what it is clip it all of my friends are men i don't have female friends i don't i'm i'm incapable of that why? What do you mean? Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't, I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this myth <laughs> I right here. Know why. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're most guys. Men think this way? Uh, 99.9% .9 of us think that way. In the Steve Harvey clip, yeah. he's talking about. How he's like, oh, no. Now, he might say a swear word. Uh oh, I don't know. We'll have to we'll add have it to around. Bleep it. Can you believe it? Where he, he's <laughs> like, no, nah, I can't be friend with a woman. Right, right. He's like, if I'm a friend with a woman, it's because I'm trying to work something out with a woman. Right. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, but, but, 
But is that is that always true? Because there's lots of women I'm not friends with. Correct. There's lots there's of dudes some, that I am not going to be friends with. There's some women that I'm not only not friends with, but I am afraid of. <laughs> this morning at the gym. Oh, no. <laughs> this morning. My workout partner can attest to this. Okay. We're, uh, we're on the uh, back you know, back machine pulling. Mm -hmm. And this lady who we always see at the gym and she like always is real friendly, you know, and like talks to us. And, uh, and she comes and she stands like right next to me and she's like, Hey, don't even talk to me today. I was like, what? Okay. She's like, it's just one of those days, you know, it's one of those days that I just want to bite somebody's head off. And she's like, so you might not want to talk to me, but like, she's saying it like, like, like not sexy, but like, like, flirtatious yeah and i look at my work my dude i work out with and he and he looks at me he's like <laughs> and so i was like i'm not even asking no i was like yeah you know we all have some of those days it's all right one of those hey days. i'll be praying for you yeah. you got it i had my, more church i got a more church t-shirt on <laughs> I'm, hey i'm not friends with her no right there's definitely men that i am like i'm staying far away from not even going to entertain conversation with but that does not mean that there aren't men and women that can be friends that god didn't create us. I think about the dynamic of the fact that we get to be in relationship with each other mm-hmm. and the gift that it is to my life that I can actually benefit my marriage by having male friends in my life because yeah. I'm able to go to see a different perspective, to have other men who speak into my life, the other male perspective so that I don't think my husband's just some crazy psycho or I don't think yeah. that he maybe he makes me frustrated about something, but I'm a lady. He's a dude. We have different perspectives and having male friends in my life actually illuminates that he's just a regular dude too. Yeah, no, I think that, uh, I have helped you understand Aaron A hundred percent. because me and Aaron are friends and we'll talk and Aaron yeah. will tell me when you're acting crazy right? and I'll come tell you, be like, Hey man, chill out off my are boy. You, Aaron's you, doing a good job. Acting crazy. Same right. thing, other direction. Right. And, uh, that's only possible through brothers and sisters in Christ. Absolutely. And if you're only allowed the brothers and sisters that you're actually parents bore then man that's tough well i didn't have any me neither right so So i'm never allowed a sister i never had a brother now track record's a big deal 100 percent. track record's a big deal i'm saying no right i'm saying we are if you if you have found yourself in uh multiple multiple questionable relationships whether physically or emotionally beyond your spouse right or even previous to your spouse then uh, it's you have to some, really weigh that. Right. I feel like for me, I had a really good handle on purity when it came to girls. Um, maybe not to everything I looked at, but to actual relationships. Yeah. I had a really good handle on purity, I think, as a younger man. And so uh, I think that it g- gives me and my wife some comfort in that. Absolutely. And so there's some guy, everybody has a different struggle. Right. You know? Right. Okay. I don't know. That's good. No, it's good. Just two friends. It's I'm just, just saying we say that at the top of all of our episodes. It's a good and, part and of and the I'm conversation like, that I think is important because there is a responsibility in our dynamic to say, like, it's not for everyone is not in the place in their life where it's healthy and right for them. But if correct. you have someone uh, in your life that God's placed there, it doesn't mean that it's not healthy and, and good. Like, you have to 
our spouses are also friends with us. You have to bring them into the conversation. But then what's really a great gift is that they're not crazy either. Like that we're all together friends and God's yeah. allowed us to really tug into all the more that he has for us because we're able to all four of us together say, hey, all of these people are my friends. Yeah. It's not just Rachel and I are friends and you and Aaron That's are true. friends. That's true. That's true. But that the four of us are friends together. And so that when you're like, hey, it's like, I, I know these couple friends who will say to each other, like on say their birthday, hey, Trustin, Aaron and I are so glad you're our friend. But yeah. I will genuinely say to you, I'm so glad you're my friend because yeah. you're my friend too. You're yeah. not just our friend. And right. so it's- And Aaron is Rachel's friend. Right, it's a, it's a real dynamic that brings yeah. so much more uh, joy and purpose to our life. And so if you ever wondered, how are they friends? This is how we're friends. Okay. We need to schedule an episode where we get Aaron and Rachel back on the pod. Yes. It, we had them on a long time ago. Back in the table days, in the big table days, when Trustin was still like wanting to uh, write bullet points for the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they came back on. <laughs> Aaron, now you say this. Now, Rachel, you say Yeah, that. and so hey, I think they hard. were probably, I think they were probably, you know, that's been two years. Uh, you and I can be a little much. I can be a little much with my plan. I, I included myself in it, but yeah, well, you can say well, you're I'll a little throw, much. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're both a little much. We need, but, to, get them, we need to get them both Yeah, we need to do on. it again. It would be fun. Okay, so today... What are we talking about in well, our man, conversation? Lots of stuff. Okay. So this Sunday uh, is Super Bowl yes. Sunday. Like in the world. Are Not you ready for some football? Okay, that was good. Yeah. That's like back in our day back, when we were yeah. growing up. There's, I don't know who he was, some guy with a cowboy hat. Put in the comments who that guy was. He's probably like a famous country singer. I have no idea. And I just, I just don't know who he was. But he would, yes, that is football season is coming actually to an end. Like pro football is the last one. The cowboy, uh, the cowboy, the college teams finished what? Right around New Year's. Know. They was the that's right national. I only, I just look like I like football. <laughs> this is true. I look true. like it, but I don't know anything. Yeah, but do you know what I do know? What. Do you know how much money the Super Bowl makes? Well, we figured out today so a little the, bit. The cheapest, worst tickets that you can get into the stadium to watch the Super Bowl, $6,000. Crazy. The worst seat. Crazy. Who knows how much the best seats are? Right. Stupid money. And there are how many seats? We figured there's close to 64,000 seats. 64,000 seats times $6,000 is like... Uh, 384 million, dude, I'm a mathematical and genius. And I don't even know if Thanks that includes like three, 300 and 384 million. Am I even saying that number right? Yeah, that's right. You know how much, you know how many churches I could build for three? That, that is not including the food. That is not including the We could surpass Craig Rochelle if we had oh $384 million. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'll do 50 campuses right now. Yeah. I don't think I'm smart enough to do no, it. No, well, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if you're called to do that, but, uh, and Dang. she left me with a, I don't know. I said, I'm not smart enough. And Whitney said, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was not, just, I believe in you, I'm brother. Sorry, I believe in you so much. God has called me to be your sister in Christ, she but said, also to say, she, she hey, said, that's I don't crazy. Know. That's, that's a lot of money. But not to mention the food and oh, the yeah. sweets. Oh, you know that they're spending the, money at the, the Super Bowl. merch and the... If you spend six grand for one ticket, oh. you're actually probably spending 12 because oh, ain't nobody sure. going alone. Nobody's so going by $12,000. You got to get money there. Are you Hotels. How much money are you spending while you're at the game? So much money. Another grand? At least, You're yeah. just buying hats and shirts. $20 and program. $20 pretzel. 
Ugh, good grief. So, some people, did you know this? Some people don't even go to the game. They just go to the city to be a part of the game. Like that they just hang out. It's like tailgating. Up, they stand in the parking lot. Oh, or go to the area bars and clubs and places. Go to I don't know. They go to Hooters. <laughs> For sure. Hooters. That's what it is. This is what we think. We almost, we're we almost, children. <laughs> we almost took our staff to... Uh, to um, No, we did not. Almost. What are you about to say? <laughs> what is the name of the place? It's not Twin Peaks. It's another one. I don't know. I don't know, but there's another one that has one of those oh, names. Oh, yeah. What was that place? It has one uh, of those names that you're like... I have no idea. That's a weird name for a restaurant. It's like... It's like but then Dirty it's, Cowboy or something. It was ugh. it was called something weird. Anyways, I don't remember. As staff, we were like, hey, maybe we could all go over there for dinner. Nope. And one of the guys Concrete was like. Cowboy. Concrete, yeah, Concrete Cowboy. Concrete. Concrete Cowboy. Concrete Cowboy. That's what it is. One of the guys was like, uh, 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 Pastor. Uh, we cannot I, go there. I don't think that you should go there. I'm glad that we didn't. But it would have been a really funny story. Okay. We have tried to go to a, a, a restaurant that also... Uh, fronted as a what is it a strip club or a, remember that time? Have we ever told that story? I don't think so. Oh, dude, this is a story worth telling. Yeah, go. Shout out to my boy Tim's podcast. Yes. Story worth telling. Yes. Uh, so we were in New York. Yeah. The four of us. Speaking of us being friends, we're yeah. in New York because Rachel and I would have never went to New York. No. Because it does not seem like a fantastic de- vacation destination. Even though it's still not one sure. Of the I'm still not sure that it was. In the world. So right. we go to New York, and I want a tomahawk. Yes, this is your favorite. Not state. a you know, uh, you know, scalpel. He, not, he just not like 1829. It it's like a giant bone, and it looks like giant giant steak. And so cool. I'm looking for a restaurant that sells tomahawk steak. It's prehistoric looking. It's very That's prehistoric. Why you like it. Yeah, it's very um, murder and conquer. Yes. Okay, go. And so I look, and every restaurant in New York that has tomahawk steak is charging over three hundred dollars. Oh, crazy for this steak. And I'm like, man, I can't do that. We can get it and in so, Fort Worth for hundred fifty. Yeah. So I'm on Yelp. Yelp around you know looking for a yeah. place to, to find it and i find this restaurant that has a tomahawk for like 100 bucks and it's like 80 ounces of steak yeah. and so the four of us have gotten a, a tomahawk before and we just split it amongst yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. except i get my photo first with that ah you know giant yeah. Steak. yeah like you're eating the whole thing and so we 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 get a, a, a uber yeah. to drive us to the steakhouse and i'm reading the reviews and everything looks good and the place is called primal cuts primal cuts like like animal meat cuts it's about to be meat. legit yeah, I'll, go to, I'll go to primal cuts right and so we take the uber there and the four of us get out and there's a doorman well it's just that this doorman is six five yeah 300 pounds bald missing a couple teeth and, and he's he had wearing, bags under his eyes he's wearing like a suit like a full suit and we're in like new york just like uh just like tourist S- clothes sneakers yeah sneakers and like when he's got a fanny pack yeah we're she's got a fanny cool. pack over here in the corner yeah, today we got it it's looks right. like grimace hey now y'all remember grimace because it's blue yeah y'all remember grimace <laughs> ridiculous from mcdonald's <laughs> yeah it looks like okay. grimace that works and so we go there and we say to the guy at the door we go hey what's yeah. up man we're here for the tomahawk. Well, he's like looking this kind of up and down, but not in the like, <laughs> hey girl, what's up? But like in the, ooh, what do no, you look like? No, not ew. He's yeah. confused. He's looking at us like, well, but like kind of like y'all don't look like you belong here. And so we say, yeah, man, we're just here. We're going to get the tomahawk for dinner. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, well, um, and he like kind of gets awkward. And so then he says to you, I don't know if you know. <laughs> Well, no, right about this time. Oh, that's right. That's the right. door opens yeah. and out walk two 
daughters of the Lord. She, yes, the sisters but, in Christ. But they are dressed like women of the night. That's what I was going to say. My grandpa would have said they were women of the night. That's what my These two girls said. walk out in uh, the kind of clothes that they have on display at uh, Condom Sense. Oh my God. Okay. So or all those, of a sudden, you know, those sex shops. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on. What? They, what? G- you know how door, they put the, the mannequin in some freaky lingerie. The so these two chicks walk out And the doorman says to us, I don't know if you guys know this, <laughs> but really this place doubles as a strip club. Right. And half of the, he said, if you go in this door, this is the door to primal cuts, the steakhouse. Yeah. But see that door over there and down the way, there's a door with a little yeah. awning. I don't remember the name of the club. I don't remember. That's uh, Naked Ladies R Us. Yeah, if you something. Go, if you're going over there. And he said, we just have it uh, as primal cuts so that businessmen can come here and then their credit card statement can say that they ate at a steakhouse, not at a strip club. And we were like, wait, so are they separated restaurants? Are they different spaces? And he's like, oh, you're going to see some naked people. He was like, well, you, we could sit you in a booth where you wouldn't really. And then he's like, well... Actually, you got, you got to see some naked. They're people. all walking around. Yeah, and so uh, we went in. It was fantastic. No, so instead <laughs> we said, "Let's go to Fogo de Chao." And so, uh, you can so try me all and Aaron, the great types of cuts. And yeah, so we, we we left and we went to Fogo de Chao. The steak was not great. No, it was it very was disappointing. Packed. We had to wait in line for an Texas hour. Day Brazil knows what's up. We should have just uh, gone to McDonald's. No. We should have just kept walking around to find that lobster place. Y'all. Oh, yeah. I like that place. There's yeah. a whole other That's story. a different story. But what were we even talking about? How did we get Super there? Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. And people go to different places in other cities for the Super Bowl. Yeah. But for us in Texas, we don't, we've never gotten to the Super Bowl. I've never gotten to the Super Bowl in real life. I have celebrated historically for the last 12 years exactly the same way every year for the Super Bowl. Rain or shine. Happy season, sad season, no matter where I've uh, been at our church for the Super Bowl party every year for the last 12 years. Yeah. 12? 13. 12? I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know. we do uh, at our church yes. a Super Bowl party. Yes. Uh, and so I don't know what we are naming the, naming the podcast today. I think we could name it something like Spiritually Unspiritual. No? Yeah. Like we, we do this event. Our church oh. does this event that's not spiritual. Yes. No sermon. No worship, a prayer that's like, God bless the food to our bodies. And like eight people hear me say it. There's nothing like real spiritual about the event, but yet it produces a ton of fruit. Yeah. Uh, relationally. Yeah. And so we just have a Super Bowl party. We invite the whole church to come and uh, a quarter of them do. Yeah. So everybody doesn't come. No. Some people don't give a junk about football. Right. They don't Some people do are it. super focused and really want to watch the game. Yeah. So they don't come because they know one I'm acting year, a fool. Do you remember one year, Vincent Chin is like a big shout out to Vincent and Amy. Yeah, what's up? Uh, he's a huge Patriots fan. And one year, I don't know what, I'm going to get it wrong. I don't okay. know if they won or lost. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if they won or lost. I don't know what happened. But I remember that Vincent was there and he was trying to watch and be a part because Amy loves a like he does too, but like he Amy's loves, a, Amy's party starter, but Amy's like, like hardcore party starter lady all all over, gonna hang out with all the people. But Vincent was caring about football, so he's like sitting and watching. And I was so sad for him because there's some other dude there who I don't even know his name who was rooting for the other team so loud. Oh, and I yeah. remember like the the like 
I don't know, whoever it was, the Packers? I have no idea who it was. They scored, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like, are you coming at my guy Vincent right now? Like, oh, yeah. I wanted to fight the dude only because I love Vincent, and I was like, don't be don't be trying to fight him or or just heckle him. I have no idea who won or lost. So I don't remember. some people don't come because they have their own Super Bowl Yeah, they party, don't want to get in a fight. Or they really want to watch the game. But tons of people come yeah. to this event yeah. just to be there, just yeah. to hang out and yeah. just laugh and, yes. uh, and watch Super Bowl. And it's super fun, and... It is one of the most holy uh, things that we do. Is well, the thing. I'm saying you think that as a pastor, what we should only do right. are spiritually centered things. My husband is extremely but, passionate about this because he grew up loving football. Yeah. Like in his house, he was one of the ways he and his dad bonded. He played football. His brother played football. They watched football together. And he always talks about, because he grew up in an AG church, similar to yeah. the type of church we grew up in, that he always says never did they have a Super Bowl party, but instead he felt like the church he grew up in, his pastor preached longer and almost to like Stick prove it the to point, you. like Jesus is more important than yeah. football. And he's like, yeah, he dude, is. he is cool, but we can enjoy things too. Well, you know what I think about it and we've, we've posted for years that we'll do a Super Bowl party yeah. or other events like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've had other pastors or even Christians yeah. message me and say stuff about how we shouldn't do that. And the church is a holy place and you're desecrating the altar of the Lord and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but Jesus had lunch at Zacchaeus's house. Right. Like Jesus went to the house of a known tax collector broke bread, hung out. Right. I'm sure they were laughing. Like, I can't imagine that Jesus, the Bible says there's tax collectors talk about and me. prostitutes. Right. So he's got the chicks that walked out of Primal Cut. See right. what I did there? See? So they're all there around the table. And, and, I'm, and Jesus has got to be telling a joke or laughing or at least smiling. Right. He's not over there frowning and all bent out of shape. No. And, and after that moment at Zacchaeus' house, Zacchaeus' life was changed. Right. He gave his life to Jesus because Jesus just took some time to spend some time with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. And so for us, we do the Super Bowl party because it's an opportunity for us to not be on the stage. Yeah. Our leaders, our staff, our key people to not be working. We're just at the event laughing. And we're actually able to connect them to the house where God can change their yeah. life, where God can speak to them, where God can bring healing and restoration and all the things. But so often, you know, when they walk into a church, if they don't feel connected, if they don't feel apart, then their heart is a little bit, uh, maybe, maybe not hardened, but maybe tense, maybe yeah. stressed out, maybe they feel anxious. And this is just the perfect thing that like tears on that wall and allows them to feel connected and apart. And so many people that I know well now, I got to know well at that Super Bowl party, what you said for yeah. our staff team, it's actually a great moment where we're able to pastor people. I can't tell you how many times I've had a serious, oh. heavy conversation around a table of queso yeah. uh, while a football game is happening. Shout out to queso. That's right. Because because uh, we're able to break bread together and, and then actually be real people. And so... It's one of those things in my life that's taught me that there are many things that maybe don't seem very holy, but are actually holy places where God can meet us. Yeah. And I'm super grateful for it. And and now what's funny is we've now built other things around that same idea. We have other things throughout the year that we call them. We, we refer to them as another Super Bowl party. Right. We had New Year's Day this year. Yeah. It was on a Sunday. And so because of our setup and teardown nature and all the things that we're in, instead we did a brunch. And we did that 
because of the Super Bowl party. Yeah. We were able to say, hey, the win of the Super Bowl party is so good that if we did this on New Year's, and can I tell you, it was. Yeah. Was it not? Like, New Year's Day, we got to know so many people, a new family, Mark and Crystal, that we got to know really well. There's a bunch of different people that I was able to actually talk to, connect with, and what you said, just be a people. <clears throat> just laugh. Just have fun. Yeah. What'd you do for the holidays? That kind of stuff. We always remember that we met... Uh, Terry and Heather? Terry and Choking, what's happening? We know. met Terry and Heather. It's the end of the day, so we're <clears> both like a little <clears throat> over-talked. <sighs> we it. met Terry and Heather yeah. at the Super Bowl party. You know who else? Now, they've moved. Yeah. But remember Jeremy and Shelly O'Neill? Yes. Shout out old school. Yes. But like they came, that's where I first <clears throat> remember. Got to know them. Yeah, I got to know uh, <coughs> Heather because she makes these incredible chocolate chip cookies. Heather, and this year, bring them. That, she doesn't bring them. What are you even doing? Uh, I'm just kidding. But they, she makes these incredible cookies. <clears throat> she does it like in a way that they're like these perfect round balls. I don't know how she does it, but they're so good. And I remember actually, what's funny is I remember coaching somebody else. Somebody else came up to me and said, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to walk up to people and just talk to them the way you talk to them. How yeah. do you, why do you just, why are you able to just make a friend and do it? And I was like, hey, it's not hard. All you have to do is say hello first yeah. and then compliment them. Find something good about them and say something nice. Open up the door of a conversation. Just start. And so start I talking. said, you know what? Let me just take you with me. And so I went over there and I said, hey, <clears throat> Heather, this is my friend so-and-so. Have you tried Heather's cookies? They're incredible because they are, and they were, and they still are, and they better be this uh, this <laughs> week at Super Bowl party uh, on the table in the back. Yeah, a, a in special, my office. A special plate reserved Baba Barth just cookies. for us. Shout in out to Christy. Shout out to Christy Gates Hale for that Christmas crack. Come on, if she didn't give us that every year, I would be so sad. You know, Jason Ayala. Yes. Jason, oh, I how to say people's last names. I don't know. You just Jason, did. You're only, leads, gonna say, only if you're going to say something good. <laughs> Jason leads our usher team. Yeah, yeah. And so he brought these cookies to everybody. Oh, yeah. To, uh, Tiff's Treats. Tiff's Treats the other day. Yeah. But he brought this big bag. It says Tiff's Treats. It's a pink bag. And I thought it was one of them sexy shops. Okay. <laughs> he must have drove by a sexy shop lately or something. Tiff's <laughs> Treats? now brought it back up three times. Well, because we talked about Primal Cuts. Oh, okay. That's Tiff's really Treats? Yeah. No, it's chocolate chip cookies. Victoria's Secret is the same thing. It is, but so it's Jason, <laughs> bring some tips, treats. Oh my god! To the Super Bowl oh party. Oh my god! This okay. is what happens when we film at five o'clock. Yeah, that's true. But were we? Oh, so then we just talked to Heather, and then now Heather is and Terry. They're the greatest people, and we know them so well. And Eden, their daughter, is like leading all kind of junk in the youth department because. She brought cookies to the party. Rachel's gonna yell at me this podcast. It's okay. You're you always saying nice things. You know why? Because oh. now I got off the throne of my image. I took I got off the throne. See what you did there. I that took, was a good segue. I did. I took my picture off the throne. You took your picture off the throne. And I also on a Sunday took my pants off on the stage. <laughs> Let's talk about it. No, you want to? That's a whole other episode. No, why? But, but we're in the series called Get Off the Throne. What's a whole other episode? No, I don't know. Yo. One of the things is a, is we're in the series Get Off the Throne. Yeah. And so, so far at this point, we've you did an intro week. Nailed it. Yes. Talk about God's providence. That's right. His his might, his authority, his power, and how much he loves us. Then I talked about... His accessibility to His us. accessibility. Then I talked about how we have to take our power off the throne. Yeah, yeah. Take our power off the throne. Then you did the picture week. Take where our you picture. Your picture, which is more like image. Image. And like the way we project ourselves to those around us. That's then, when you took pants off on stage. Then this week I did get, get off the throne, get your plan off the throne. Plan. And so in picture week, yeah, 
I uh, did a kind of odd illustration. It was wonderful. Where I disrobed. Yeah. I wore like a real nice outfit. And then basically went down to just a a white t-shirt and basketball shorts. Yeah. And literally your bare feet. Yeah, bare feet. When you took the socks off, it was like a whole nother level of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Vulnerability. Vulnerability. I was going to say depravity, but I don't mean it like (laughs) not depravity, but like humanness like yeah uh, whoa like oh i'm just being a raw dude up here telling all the words like in all the truth yeah yeah so and uh, so after you know after you do that dude i can say tips treats yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a really great series for our people and we as we were talking about it we're like you know there's a lot we could even share just to somewhere we're talking more friends to yeah. really help us uh, and I think it's a lot of conversation. What were you calling it? You were like conversation 2.0 or like Well, extra... yeah, but I think that there's more. I think we stay in the Super Bowl party thing. Oh, you want to go back to that? Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about this. No, sorry. Is that okay? No, it's we, fine. We can. No, we'll come back to it later. There, but there's more. Oh, okay. We'll go back okay, to it. Okay. So you, well, what happened is you said we actually do a lot of events like the Super Bowl party to just get our people to connect. Uh-huh. And it made me think of uh, movie nights. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, a couple different times, have done these movie nights at the church, and we just invite people to come and hang out. Absolutely. And so we rented the lot. There's yeah. this place here in Mansfield that's just like an outdoor performance right. stage. It's like an outdoor amphitheater, but it's not really an and amphitheater. We, we and rent, we rented it and done movie nights. We did one where we showed... Sandlot. Um, Sandlot. And then we did one where we showed... Um, What's Alfalfa. that one? Alfalfa. Oh, you're being the devil. I was like, we did not do a no, Sam Smith what's his name? Uh, rendition. Uh, uh, yeah, Alfalfa, that's right. No, but the what's Little the Rascals. Little Rascals. We yeah. did Little Rascals. I think we've done a Pixar one. And like, those are, no, that cost the church money. Yeah, for sure. It cost the church money to we rent, had to rent the thing. place. We had to get all the gear set up. We had to work the staff. Yeah. But at those events, probably did some popcorn. But there's no, there's nothing spiritual. No. But yet it's deeply spiritual. Yeah. About well, just but building do you community. pray at least? I can just hear somebody say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. 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 We'll have a prayer moment yeah. where we say, hey guys, we're so glad you're here. Let's start off with more. Lord, with help, help the Goonies yeah. find the treasure faster. The treasure time. faster. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, there's not anything planned. There's not really anything other than a welcome and an invite to back to the Sunday yeah. uh, at the end of the night. But it is one of the greatest things that we do as a community. And I love it because we have a culture of community in our church. Yeah. And I think a lot of churches say that. A lot of people wish they had that. A lot of people want that. But they're unwilling to take those steps to do something different yeah. because it doesn't feel spiritual. It doesn't uh, feel pastory. Yeah. But if we're trying to reach people, connect to people that don't right. necessarily know about Jesus yeah. or understand church, uh, you know, what's allowed and what's yeah. not allowed and all the yeah. things, then maybe we should do some stuff every once in a while that everybody can feel a part of. Yeah. No, it's so good. Um, there are these people uh, on YouTube. What if we got into like a YouTube battle with some people i'm not even gonna say their names oh yeah no. there's this uh husband and wife duo on youtube we're gonna try to get into battle with them because they already don't like me because i'm a girl oh yeah oh yeah they they're do. very well, anti-women in well they don't like me because i just because you're a dude yeah I, the whole conversation <laughs> about this is my friend but there's these people that have somehow snuck into my algorithm on youtube yeah and they are people that because like your phone is always listening that bash other yeah churches yeah maybe all churches that they're they just a, be they're just a YouTube 
channel that they're just bashing all these other people. Yeah. And so they're doing uh, it in the name of calling out like heretics and like calling out false teachers, yeah. but they're very much just bashing anyone and everyone. But they, they had one that came in my feed and I clicked on and watched, you know, just, it's like an hour long video. Yeah. I watched three or four minutes of it and fast forward around and stuff. And they called this pastor a clown <clears throat> and they have his picture and uh, they turn him like different colors and stuff. And they say his, this pastor, his church, he's a clown leading a circus and they've cut all these sermon clips of him doing funny faces or like dancing or sermon props Hmm. and they've clipped them all together and they, they, they mock him and they call him a clown. And it's funny because as I was listening to what they were saying, I was like, he's doing the right thing then. Yeah. Cause he's not trying to reach you. Right. You already love God. You, you, well, well, you already say you love God. You already have become a Pharisee. Right. And and he's trying to it, yeah. this guy's trying to connect to people right. that Who don't, don't know God. that don't want to come into a stuffy environment. Right. No, I saw a post literally yesterday of somebody that screenshot and said, I went to a local place of worship and uh, hoping to connect with God and receive blah 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 blah. And what did I find instead? Disneyland. And they went on to talk about the lights and the fog and the smoke and the this and the music. And then it was like, Lord, may we repent for not, uh, you know, just worshiping you with spirit and in truth and with our heart. Okay. You're using scripture. Cool. But the, that, that place wasn't meant for her. That music wasn't designed for you. The the music was designed for people who walk in and feel uneasy and unsure about this weird thing where we're all standing in one direction at a stage singing praises to something they're they're missing the point they're missing the point and that for us anyways yeah i'm like man let's let's do church right so the people that are uncomfortable in a stuffy church environment will at least want to come in well at least and then when people we've had people say stuff before about the fog and the lights yeah and uh you know i don't say this to them but what i think is well you're not gonna like heaven very much Because you know what heaven's made of? Right. Jewels of different colors. Right. And do you know what the- Streets of gold. Streets of gold. And do you know what Jesus is? He's the light of the world. Right. (laughs) You don't think that heaven is going to be illuminated full of other colors? Right. And do you know what the Bible says? That when God enters, that that his tabernacle is filled with smoke from his presence. Right. Now, I'm not saying that we have a fog machine replicating the Holy Spirit. No. That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm just saying, like, come on, y'all. Right. Do, we have, do I have to wear a suit? Do we have to have pews? Do we have to have bad music? Right. Like, do maybe the flags we can have... have to be on stage? <laughs> the what? The American flag have to be on stage? Do we have to have plastic plants on the stage? Right, exactly. Like... What are we doing? That's just tradition. Right. In... In... How old am I? In 40 years, when I'm 80... Yeah. In 40 years, I might walk into churches and not recognize at all what they're doing. They might have like those drone things that make the like emblems in the sky. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? They make the pictures in the sky. Maybe they'll have that. I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to think the most absurd thing I can think of. Like right now, we have lights and smoke machines and guitar solos. Yeah. And pastors using props and wearing Nikes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But in 40 years, maybe it'll be something drastically different right right or maybe we'll go back and be very um liturgical yeah i don't know those are all just strategies and like cultural connection points and so if your church has colored lighting 
Maybe you should also have a non-spiritual party. Right. Maybe we've done... Now, this is... Uh, Conor McGregor's UFC fighter. Oh, I was like, I don't know. Not no, I just... I going. get nervous to say some of this because I know that people are going to hate it, but I don't care. <laughs> Conor McGregor had yes. a huge had a huge UFC fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no. Oh, it's when he fought... It's when he fought it's Mayweather. When, yeah, yeah. It was the big fight. Huge fight. So yeah. you know what I did? I rented it at the church. Yeah. And I told all the men, invite as many guys as you can. And we packed that place out. Right. And we watched the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah. Now, did they have beer commercials? For sure. Yep. They did. Yeah. Did they have some GoDaddy commercials? Yep. They did. Right. But do you know what else was happening? Our male leaders, pastors, elders were walking around meeting guys that would never. Right step foot in a church No, absolutely. that would never even meet somebody who loves Jesus. Absolutely. It was a mission field, right? It was a mission field. We have churches give all this money to missions and you know what they do over in other countries? They hold events. Mm-hmm. They hold events and they give out candy and pizza and they buy bounce houses and they do these things in other countries that over here we call unspiritual. Right. No, come on, man. It's silly. Throw yeah. a party at your church. That's right. Find space for it. You know, I think about it. Uh, like we're talking about it corporately, but I think about it individually that like, there's lots of times when I've had a coffee conversation with somebody that's be, that's just getting to know them or just seeing who they are. But in fact, in that moment, this m huge spiritual thing happens. We mm -hmm. may not even be necessarily talking about Jesus specifically, but just another mom to mom. How are you feeling with your kid yes. or what were you doing? Or how did you solve this stress or this anxiety in your home or these different moments? And then I think about my own life. Um, times with God where, man, on a Sabbath, I'm not spending every moment of my Sabbath Friday just in prayer and in holy right. time with God, but I'm, I'm spending time doing things that give me pleasure. And then in that pleasure, I find pleasure with God. And I'm like, if I'm, I think for so many people who would bash that, I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. There are times when you can tell and identify that you've felt God's presence yeah. doing something not spiritual. Yes. Then why corporately would we not then teach the same thing? Why would we not then say, hey, if I can know that God was with me in a conversation with a friend when we're just talking about our kid that keeps getting written up and or bad grades or whatever, yeah. then I can trust and know that God's going to do the same thing in a big group setting uh, in our church. And so it's one of my favorite things we do and i think it's hugely important in the culture of who we are at yeah. least for what god's called us to do to help people feel at home in a place they might never try a life group that's what i can hear somebody's pushback of like yeah but but doesn't your church have a life group isn't that a place for them to go yeah but this is an on-ramp to life groups. yeah but they may never do you know how intimidating it is to knock on the door of somebody you've never been to their house before right but if you have the opportunity at first to go and say, hey, I went to this big group. Our youth leaders just did this uh, last night. I think it was brilliant that for the kickoff of life groups, they've historically had trouble getting more than like a few kids to go to life groups at a time in the youth group. And percentage they, wise percentage from wise. like our attendance. And so they said, you know what? Instead this week, let's do it at our campus. Let's let's give them basically like a mock, a trial run of what life group is going to look like. Some FOMO action. So that they can see what it feels like, know what it is, already meet some kids in a place that they're already comfortable. It's already where they have youth every Wednesday and whatnot. And they they had a, a ton, a huge percentage show up and then they broke them up into the groups they would be in for their life group. And they were able to see, oh, 
This will be fun. This will be a good time. At oh, so-and-so's house. This person will be there. This person will be there. This person. What a fun time I'm going to have. These are my leaders. Oh, I already know who my leaders are. Yeah. And I'm like, adults are just kids with more money and yeah. a little bit older. Yeah. And so what a great opportunity to bring them here and go, oh, this church and these people are fun. Oh, that was not an awkward thing. They did not make me quote scripture while I was watching the football game. Yes. It, like what kind of... No pressure. Right. There's no pressure here. Oh, then maybe I can go to... They just invited me to their house for a life group. Maybe now I can show up and actually have a good time. And so uh, it's an on-ramp. That's a yeah. great way of saying it's it. It's an old saying. They have to belong before they believe. Right. And it's just a belonging point where they can make a friend. Oh, The other sure. piece is is that, man, it's just it's just fun. You build memories. Yeah, yeah. Laughing together, watching a, watching a funny commercial. Or one of Whitney and I's first friendship memories happened at a Super Bowl party First year we did it. Oh, you're right. Do you remember it? Oh, you're right. Are we going to get to tell the story? We can. Yeah. I'm telling. I'm saying. You're right. What a. We. It's like we planned it. We didn't though. No, we didn't. But this. The, one of the reasons you and I are friends is because we have these common memories together. Yeah. Yeah. And one of core you and I's common memory. This is one of our core memories. Yes. In our friendship. Absolutely. So we are at the Super Bowl party. Very. I think it's the first one, right? Yeah. And people are bringing food and. Uh, they're like put we have like round tables for the food and then everybody else is at other tables and then like chairs where they can watch the game and so aaron and trusted are way up at the front they're like watching it just trying i'm to like be, in the bro zone trying yeah, to connect to these to be, new dudes that's right get yeah. to know them and uh, i'm like making up football junk i don't know at all what I'm talking i remember about. i'm talking to this lady i'm meeting her and she's so nice and i'm like oh this is lady is going to be all in. She's going to be so, she's going to be my friend. We're going to, we're going to get connected. This is so good. And, um, and she's like, she's like a fancy family. Like, you know, you yeah, get yeah, those yeah, fancy yeah, yeah, families yeah. in your church. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. If now we, don't spill all the beans. Just a little bit connected. of the beans. No, just a little bit. And, but all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye while I'm talking to her, I can see something moving below me. You know how like your peripheral, you can see something, but you, yeah, so, we so would, I'm like, don't look away. Don't break eye contact. Keep talking to her. But then all of a sudden I like look and I look and then I'm like, what am I looking at? And so I look back at her, but I'm so distracted that all of a sudden I have to end the conversation and say, I'm sorry, I'll be right back. Now, the way that you set it up when you do like a potluck vibes yes, yes, is yes. you have your, your like hot table. That's right. And then you have your cold table and then you have your desserts and Correct. your drinks. Yeah. So you were standing us to the hot table, the hot table, the where warm people table. put, put the like meatballs the and the briskets. And yeah. They got heat <clears throat> okay. Pads. So Whitney sees, Whitney sees something moving out of the corner of my eye on the hot table. Yeah. And so she runs up to me. Yeah. You at and some Aaron point, are up there. Cause I, at that time I know you, but we're not like close, close. So it's like you and Aaron. So I'm both to both of you like, Hey guys, Hey guys. Hey, uh, I need you to come back here right now. Yeah. And Aaron's invested in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't really care. Right, right, right. And I'm like, what? And you're like, I need you to come back here. Right now. Right now. And and I and think she I leans gave down, you a little bit of what oh, it was. She leans down and she says something to me. And I look at her like, see, I'm building the suspense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? And but so, I don't think you believe me to the intensity that it was. No. I think you thought I was being a girl. Whitney says to me, there are some bugs on the table. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And you think that I'm saying there's two flies flying around. She says, I need you to get up right, right now. now. Right 
now. There's some bugs. I'm also trying to not draw attention to right. the situation. Because people will freak because out. Because we do not need everyone so, hysteria. So I go back there and beeline to the hot I'm table. I'm not trying to yell fire in a room. I beeline there back to the table. And I'm telling y'all, Indiana Jones level bugs on this food table. I'm talking there are hundreds of of roaches. The reason why I am I'm not there are not seven roaches. Correct. There are hundreds <laughs> of hundreds. live moving roaches suddenly erupting onto every area of the table. And so I see it, Whitney sees it. I think one other was it might have been Amy Chen. I don't know who it was. Somebody else is standing there. And so we grab the tablecloth. Yeah. Well, you mostly, but I grab the tablecloth. <laughs> now people have brought their their brisket and their chicken oh, wings. Their grandma's prized like sandwiches Dude. that everyone is gonna be. And they're like at. nice glass dishes oh, they're yeah. trying to flex oh. on you in their china. I grabbed because the tablecloth. It is it is just getting worse by the moment. That's well, the thing. I think maybe when we got there there was only fifty. But by the time you stood there for two minutes, there were hundreds. And we're about to tell you why. I grabbed the tablecloth and I pick it all up and I throw it over my Santa shoulder like Santa's you did. sack. You did. And I carry it out. Out the front door. And we throw no or out the out side the door. side door where the dumpster door. was yeah, in this yeah, yeah, rental yeah. place. And we throw it down and I'm telling you there are bugs. Everywhere. 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 And so so we we leave it out there. We don't know what to do. Right. You can't clean this. No. No, you can't. So we go back it's in. It's all ruined. Ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. So we, we go back in there and people are like. Well, let's just remind ourselves that we have just made it quite the commotion. Quite the commotion. The, as quietly as we could. People go back in and they're like, hey, where are my. Uh, Where'd you put my food? Where are my pigs in a blanket at? <laughs> and we're like, oh, uh, something happened. Uh, we uh, something happened. We we had to move it out. Hey, look at the uh, cheesecake table. <laughs> so, anyways, hey, look over there. So, anyways, we find the lady. We find a lady whose <laughs> situation it was in. Godly, I this you're you're not going to believe that this is true. But my sister's here telling you that it's true. And so we find and the lady, and she asks proven that I'm not an exaggerator. That I was not exaggerating. <laughs> at the end of the night, at the end of the event, this lady starts asking around. Has anyone seen my crock pot? I can't find my crock pot. Now, everybody else, their stuff's just gone. Disappeared. You don't get it like, oh, you brought a pan? I'm I'm sorry. Sorry you threw it in the dumpster. Your, your, Pyrex, your Pyrex is lost. It was lost. infested with roaches. Do you want it back? But this lady is the only one who has a plug-in device, and she wants her crock pot back. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, I'm sorry, but there was like a whole bunch of bugs that had got on the table. And she goes like this. Ooh. I was afraid. I was that afraid that would happen again. This lady, she says. She said again. I was afraid. I was standing right there. He's not lying. That would happen again. And I said, "What do you What do you mean?" And she said, "Well, I thought I cleaned it out, but you know." What I did is I made chili on my stove yeah. in a pot, and then I put the chili in the crock pot. And then I brought it here to the church and then we plugged it in on the little uh, cord that you had there. And I think that what happened is when you plugged it back in, it heated up and the colony of roaches, the creepy crawlies that were living in this crock pot in her garage came to life and had to escape the heat of the crock but pot. But it had already happened before. 
Roaches don't die. They don't die. It's a thing. I've, so this I had happened. So this had happened to this lady before, and she decided to keep <laughs> the crock pot. She decided to keep the crock pot. And can you imagine the depravity of her living? There, you got to use that correctly. There, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Can you believe the depravity of her living situation that 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 this was in her house moments ago on her kitchen counter? This moments ago was on her kitchen counter. After my eyes started my eyes started to twitch as I tell the story. <laughs> at the amount of the amount of roaches that were coming out of the thing looking like Indian Jones. Okay. So we learned in that day we that, that we day. could trust each other to not freak out, but to handle <laughs> some very crazy crap and to lie to a lady if we need to <laughs> so we straight over lying to, i don't at the table leg fell I, I don't know I what don't happened know, it, sorry there was just some stuff that spilled and we had to clean it because you can't plant a church and let everybody also think that your church is dirty right or gross and disgusting and, and so now what depraved. we do so now what we do when we have uh potlucks which is very rarely we have somebody standing there assigned this was with a, definitely my role this is what he's wrote with a card that we fold in half so it's like a little teepee, you know? And we write on it who brought it and what it is. Yeah. That and way, if stuff starts crawling out of something, we know exactly who to go to right then and kick them out and never yeah. let them back again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, no. But the other reason, I don't know if I should even say this. What? The other reason that we do it is so that you can know if the people that brought it are clean and if you want to go and eat that thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you should say should we edit that part out? Just, why, just, be, just be clean. No, I'm, I'm saying, saying every once I'm in a saying. while. Listen, every church has somebody. <laughs> every church has a good hearted person that don't got no sense. That don't got no sense. <laughs> they don't know. You know what you need to do? Buy a bag of Oreos. That's true. Don't cook nothing. If you haven't cut your fingernails in four years, oh don't God. bring nothing to the potluck. If you got more dandruff on your shirt than shirt okay, on your shirt, okay. then don't bring nothing to the potluck. That's true. It's if your true. car smells like rat coon oh butt, word. don't bring doing? nothing to the potluck. Hey, it's true. Don't bring it. But if you do bring it, let us be the ones to throw it away for you. Hey, that's a good story. Hey, it's one of our best stories. Hey, you know, and every time we get to tell it, people actually are like, are you really telling the truth? And the good part is we were both there. So we can both say, no, they're actually telling the truth. If we ever get on the basement podcast, that's the story we're going to tell. We're telling that story. A hundred percent. Hey, tag, tag them, Easton. Hey, tag them, then tell them. Tag them the end of this. Tell them to fast forward a moment, whatever. <laughs> I'm telling you, and we got a bunch more. Hey, golly. Ministry's fun. It's, but that moment that we just told yeah. happened at a non-spiritual You're event. Right. And it, it drove a pastor. Life. It, it bonded a pastor to a volunteer. Yeah, for life. That we no, you're right. In that, that we, moment, that you we worked you hard could, together. Yeah. I could trust you. Then our families laughed about it later. Yeah. And it became a our probably our first like big, hard, crazy laugh. Yeah. As, a, as like, two couples yeah, together. As like, oh my gosh, can you believe we survived that? <laughs> also, because we didn't let anyone know. We didn't shame her. We didn't like make her feel embarrassed. Like we took care of it well. And uh, and so we knew that like, oh yeah, we can keep and making we, a church. Straight lied to her. She still wanted it back. Oh yeah, you told her it was gone. I told her, I'm sorry. Oh, I threw, I'm I, so sorry. I'm sorry. I threw in the dumpster and I saw it break. Not true. It was still sitting out still sitting out with the yeah. bugs were feasting oh my god but gosh. i lied because she wants it back no we're not giving it back to no ma'am you, you have you have away. children ma'am we care about your kids they should have called should have called adult protective services in their bellies Ugh, guys so gross. that was a good one love y'all so much so listen okay here's gonna, the here's the moral of the story yeah do something fun that's true do something beyond just spiritual beyond just leadership have a party man yeah 
and it that's can how be you really holy. get to know each other. It can be it can be very uh, spiritual. Here is holy. Yes, exactly. And we'll talk about the get off the throne soon, though. So they have to. You had the greatest intro. In. I did. I thought I was doing good. Dude, and, you bobbed and weaved, and then I was like, and nope. then you were like, I don't want to talk about that. That's fine. All right, we love, love you guys. See ya. Thank you.